Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to episode five of the Fumble Prevention Hotline podcast. Today, we've got your three main characters, Jackson Moran, Big Daddy Welsh, a.k.a. Trip Nip Drip, a.k.a. Welsh. Yes, sir. Louisa and our special guest for the week, Eddie Worst, E-Dubs. E-Dubs, how do you feel to be on the podcast? Uh, I feel good. Uh, yeah, I think we're uh, going to come back out at halftime strong. Yup. <laughs> That's definitely what we needed. Uh... <laughs> Well, uh, heading into the week, we had a Thursday night snooze fest. I mean, Thursday night football. As you all know, we had Broncos versus the Jets. Broncos come out. Best game of the year. Seven twenty-eight. Charlie, what did you, uh, I guess, take away from this game? The Broncos and the Jets. I, I mean, it's the Jets, so I didn't really watch it, but I knew they had a nice lead. And of course they blew, but did, uh, I saw Jerry Judy absolutely moss the hell out of someone. It's yeah, it was it was player. a Randy Moss. But I don't really have much to say. I didn't watch that game. Uh, yo, if uh, it was a snooze fest. I actually got something out of this. Sam Darnold's what thirty-seven yard run, right? No, thirty-seven. You wish, like fifty. Yeah, yeah it went from like the forty. His run. It shows that he actually is an athletic quarterback. He's not just a pocket passer, which kind of people try to label him as. And it shows. I think it shows good promise for him in the future as being a more versatile quarterback. Yeah, I think the Jets need to fire Adam Gates ASAP. Same. That fake slide. I don't know if anyone noticed. That was the most disgusting move of all time. So he literally. So he comes out of the pocket. It's a juke move. Gains some yardage and then hits the fake slide and takes it to the cribbo for a 50-yard touchdown run. Eddie, uh, I heard you about to say something. We have to add on. Uh, I, I mean, I think th- that's just a clown fest. I mean, it's the Broncos versus the Jets. I mean, come on now. Best team in the league. Absolutely. I think that the game MVP was uh, Melvin best. Gordon. He had 23 carries for 107 yards and two touchdowns. That's his best game of the year. I think he's uh, going to get more carries than Philip Lindsay when Philip Lindsay is healthy and back. And I think the Broncos should move on with Melvin Gordon. Moving on to Ravens versus the football team. 31-17 Ravens win. <clears throat> Shades of MVP Lamar, uh, as we saw in the game, as he broke out for like a 50-yard rushing touchdown, which we haven't seen really much this year. Charlie just traded Lamar Jackson. What do you? What, how do you feel about that? I still feel as if I won the trade. Because you know what? Justin Herbert put just as many, if not more, points than Lamar. And you know what? I'm not really going to talk about the trade much because it involves other players. But, yeah, Lamar had a day. Absolutely. He had three total touchdowns. Timmy, do you think the football team actually should have chance this game? Honestly, I think their defensive line could have done better to uh, contain Lamar Jackson considering how elite they are. But I think that his athleticism just outmatched their pass rushing ability and their ability to – Absolutely. Break through a good loss, offensive line. Especially with the loss of uh, Chase Young. <clears throat> I do want to focus on Antonio Gibson, who I did say to go for. I uh, tried to trade for last week in the podcast. He had 13 carries, 45 yards, and a touchdown. But he also had four receptions for 82 yards and 22 total fantasy points. Eddie, do you have a uh, – Eddie, you're awfully quiet for this game? Or just yeah, I mean, I, don't, I didn't have a big opinion on this game, but I think the Redskins – in this game, I think they hung in there. But if that Sorry. defensive line, you said the Redskins. Oh my! That, that is. I apologize. Highly that apologize. offensive. Highly offensive. The football team. My bad. The football team. For all those people out there, <laughs> you should name the action figures so that they don't offend anybody. 
But, um, yeah, well, uh, yeah, I think if their defensive line hangs in there, I think they have a pretty decent chance of winning that game because, as Jackson just said, Antonio Gibson played real well. Absolutely. Uh, I think they definitely have a chance in that game. Buccaneers and the Chargers. We saw the Buccaneers come up, come out on top 38-31. Um, Moran, you want to start off for Tim? I'll go first. I'm glad I had Justin Herbert as a breakout rookie this year. He's already showing potential of being like a franchise quarterback. Absolutely. That people thought he was going to be yes. at the draft. 20 for 25, 290 yards and three touchdowns. Like, out of a rookie, you can't, you can't get much better than that. So, especially with Austin Eckler out. Yeah, so I, I think he's in rookie of the year contention. Yeah, uh, I believe he's the rookie of the week, but I want to focus on the Chargers' Austin Eckler injury. It's a tough loss for them. And I think this means a lot for Joshua Kelly, especially if you have him in fantasy, if you don't go pick him up. He is the power back for the Los Angeles Chargers who put up a good amount of numbers for being behind Joshua, for being behind Austin Eckler, I mean. And especially when Eckler's expected to miss four to six weeks, Joshua Kelly should be a fantasy breakout. And if you lost someone like Saquon or Christian McCaffrey, this could be a solid running back too for you. Agreed. Yeah, and uh, I want to talk hey. about I want to I want uh, to talk about how Mike Evans benefits when Chris, when Chris Godwin's out. He's obviously going to benefit when Chris Godwin's out, but I just want to talk about the margin of uh, how much he does uh, with. Without, you know, with Godwin, I'll start with that, in weeks one and three. In week one, he had one reception, two yards, and a touchdown, 7.2 fantasy points. Week three, still with Godwin, he had two receptions, two yards, and two touchdowns, 14.2 fantasy points. The weeks without Godwin, week two, he had seven receptions, 104 yards, and a touchdown, a.k.a. 23.4 fantasy points. In week four, he had seven receptions, 122 yards, and a touchdown, or 25.2 fantasy points. He obviously and clearly plays better without Godwin, and it's shown to benefit the Buccaneers as the weeks with Godwin, they've shown uh, a little shakiness in the offense and too much. I feel like they lack chemistry now with Tom Brady as QB, and I feel like Tom Brady and Mike Evans have a connection that is uh, that is more powerful and more connected than Chris Godwin and Tom Brady do. All right, and you know what? I'm, I'm going to add one last thing before we move on to the next game. Buccaneers, Chargers, obviously. Tom Brady uh, with the new team. He didn't look so good. He had What, what week did he have stinky player of the week? Uh, last week or two weeks last ago? Last week or two weeks ago. Well, you know what? After this week, you can tell Tom Brady is not done yet. He's got le- he's got more left in the tank. And that game well, is way too close. That game is way too close after losing Eckler. No, the Chargers are a good Eckler. team, though. Chargers are good, but I think I think if the Chargers didn't lose Derwin James, the outcome of this game would have been different. That takes a big hit yeah. to the defense, and uh, and uh, I think Mike Chargers Evans defense, is questionable too. I think for next week, yeah, right? And I think I think the Chargers defense, uh, while healthy, is a top five in the league with Melvin Ingram and uh, Casey Hayward Jr. and Derwin James, and I think they they can be locked down all the time whenever they want against whoever they want, and that offense is also unstoppable with Keenan Allen. Uh, Justin Herbert, QB, Austin Eckler, Joshua Kelly, and Mike Williams is a Mike Williams. Party. Mike Williams is is he's just out right now, but when he comes back, he can definitely be a force. Yeah, Absolutely. I remember when Eddie stole Mike Williams from me in the draft, the fantasy draft. All right, Seahawks like Dolphins. Round. Yeah, I know, but you stole them. Seahawks Dolphins. Seahawks <laughs> came on top 31 23. I'm gonna start this one off myself. I'm gonna start with the Dolphins, actually, not, not the winning team, Seattle. Well. The Dolphins, they play lockdown defense. 
um, in, the, in the first half. I don't know what ended up happening in the second half or what happened in the locker room. But all I want to say about the Dolphins, I think it's two a time after watching this week. Agreed. I'll say it again. I said before, and I'll say it for like the fourth week in a row. It is two a time. There's nothing left out of Fitzmagic. I really don't. I really don't think that Ryan Fitzmagic keeps. Is the only reason the Dolphins are keep being in the game. 350 yards and a rushing touchdown. He that is a big improvement yards wise from last week. But he didn't have as many touchdowns, and I think that. Yeah, but what's he's the, the, what's the record? Yeah, but if you yeah. put in Tua, he may fall apart on the field. He just made like absolutely. This, yeah. I don't think they should put in Tua unless needed. Yeah, like unless. Wait, what's the Dolphins record right now? Were they two and two? Uh, you wish. I think one and three. All right. They're and four. Russell Wilson, though. They're not. Uh, they beat Jacksonville last week. No, did they? Oh, they yeah, yeah, they beat. They beat Jacksonville they beat by like thirty-one. All right, they're one and three then. They're one and three. If they're, yeah, if they're I just planning, looked up the record. They're one and three. If they lose next week, there's no reason they shouldn't start Tua the week after that, considering that their record's already not going to be great. So if they're trying to make a playoff spot, it's not going to happen at all. If they're one and four. So if they lose next week, I think you definitely start Tua week six. But if not, then I don't know. Yeah, and uh, Russell Wilson looking like the breakaway MVP. And most would say he's not even close. Don't forget about Aaron Rodgers. Do not count out Rodgers. Especially when Eddie has Aaron Rodgers oh, on the fantasy fans, team. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I do want to point out USS Blanket Ship going up against Adrian Peterson in fantasy football. That is me versus Eddie. And guess Who am I playing? Adrian Peterson. Hey, boys, Peterson, get it right. It. Who am I playing this week? No, let's no, no, let's no, check no. it out. Aaron Rodgers has a bye. It's over. Yeah. <laughs> it's over. He doesn't even have a backup quarterback. On Eddie, I'll trade, you, I'll trade you Jimmy G. Isn't he out? Ooh, Josh Allen might have to pick up behind this week. I might have to pick up a new QB or Trace McSorley starting a QB for me. <laughs> Trace McSorley. Oh, my God. You don't want to talk about the GOAT just yet because we're going to head into Vikings-Texans. The Vikings come away with a 31-23 Vikings win. Bill Bryan, it, his time was up, finally. It, 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 yeah, thank God they fired him. him. But I, I do want to point out about that trade, the D-Hop for Dave Johnson trade. If they're going to do something like that, you have to get David Johnson more involved. In the first week, in week one, he was so involved in the first half. He had like eight carries in the first half, which is a decent amount, and they were in the game. He got three carries the rest of the game, and they lost by 14. David Johnson, throughout every week, had 11 carries, 11 carries, 13 carries, 16 carries. David Johnson is still the same David Johnson that he's always been, and he has the talent to be a top 10 running back in the league, borderline top 10. Uh, and he could put up some serious points for the Texans, which I don't understand why they're not playing him or they're not using him more. Boys, boys. Uh, yeah, I'm here. I'm going to get my first fantasy win next week. Oh, yeah? So, Ryan, I'm, I'm playing Team I Kiss Antes. Oh, yes, sir. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, fine. who am I playing? Let's check out who I'm playing this week. Yeah, who is uh, Trip Nip Drip playing this week in fantasy? Not my team name, but we'll go with it. Me and Charlie yeah. both, both bumming up the league right now, 0 and 4. Yes. yes All sir. right. Tim is going to get shit on. Oh, my bad. Hey! My bad. Oh. My, bad. my bad, guys. My bad. Yo. He's playing Big Head Howlett. Yo. Oh, yes. Dude, sir. I played him week one, too. It's over. it's over. How is his – dude, I want to check out his team right now. It's over. Yeah, we'll get to it's Mike over. Davis. Don't even so. mention him yet. We'll get to Mike Davis. But back to the Vikings texting game. Josh well, Mike Davis scored more than my running backs in the first quarter. Chris McCaffrey and Nick Chubb are both. No, no. The only thing, the only chance I have a winning next week is because Nick Chubb's out. 
and Christian McCaffrey, but Mike Davis is looking like a different breed, which we'll get to. So uh, we're gonna get we're gonna continue Viking Texans on the Viking side. Justin Jefferson looks to be consistently involved in the offense for four catches and 104 yards this week, 14.4 fantasy points for the young star. If he's not in contention for offensive rookie of the year, I don't know what's I don't know what's going on. I mean, he, I don't he's know about 390 that yards, Jefferson, right? Joe Burrow and C. He's C. in Lamb. contention. Yeah, Steve Lamb's winning it. Who's James Robinson? James, I don't think James Robinson's a. a I think he he's either an undrafted free agent or. I think he's undrafted free agent. Yeah, or or he's he's been in the league and was he's just signed or off. Uh, I know you Justin know Jefferson has almost four hundred yards with two touchdowns. Yeah, oh exactly. yeah, and, and you know what? Speaking. I want to wait, 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 I want to talk about. I want I want to I want to talk to you about Justin Jefferson, flying around our league. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm ready. I'm gonna name this. All right. If I go to if I go to Justin Je- Justin Jefferson in our fantasy league and go to all transactions, are you ready? Drafted 153rd by the football team, traded from the football team to sign Antonio Clown, traded from sign Antonio Clown to USS Blankenship, traded from USS Blankenship to Bomb Squad, traded from Bomb Squad to Big Head Hallett, dropped to waivers by Big Head Hallett. Stinky fantasy player of the week. That is. The stupidest move I've ever seen. Drop. How do you drop Justin Jefferson? And it was the week before he went off, too. You know, the second I saw he dropped him, I picked it up. I offered him to Eddie, and Eddie was mocking me. Eddie I was wasn't mocking you. I just didn't want him. Every time I mentioned Justin Jefferson, he said, oh, yeah, Justin Jefferson, Justin Jefferson. He did not want any interest in Justin Jefferson just for Justin Jefferson to get 33 the next week or 30 the next week. Well, it wasn't the next week. It was, like, before the season started. It was the next week. I, I had season started. Yeah, but uh, I yeah. Didn't draft Eddie, Eddie, Eddie's looking to regret that that decision there. Um, Dylan did well this week. Dylan had like twenty six. Yeah, he did. He did. He did have a high twenty fantasy point. But Dalvin Cook, top three possible top three back this year with twenty seven carries, one hundred thirty yards, and two touchdowns. Alvin Kamara is number one by far. Absolutely. Not even a question. Uh, we'll get to that literally <laughs> I next game. But uh, I just want to point out how Deshaun Watson. O-line wins stinky players of the week. Not even stinky player of the week. Stinky players of the week. Because they are absolutely awful. That man can't do anything, especially when he needs time with his new receivers. He can't do anything with that O-line. Neither can David Johnson. That's going to be a problem all year. The O-line wins stinky player of the week. Moving on to Saints-Lions. Uh, Timmy, as a Bears fan, what do you have to say? Ah. <sighs> <laughs> Ah, we really have to do this. Start talking. Alright. Honestly, I'm so let down. Wait, you said we're talking about the Lions game? Yeah. Oh, I was I was I was <laughs> he started I thought we were talking about the Bears game. I was I was uh Yeah. But uh it was a pretty surprisingly close game as Yeah, it sh- I mean it kinda shows that the without Michael Thomas, the Saints aren't very effective. Well, no, I wouldn't say not very effective. Aren't as nearly uh, nearly as effective as they are with him having him be a yeah, Drew, Drew Brees uh, can't do shit without his five yards. Hey, stand. watch it, watch it. Watch it's right. fine, oh, it's my fine. bad, my bad. <laughs> but uh, uh, he he relies so heavily on those checkdowns and those little short out routes by Michael Thomas, which they have to defenses have to prepare for Kamara and Thomas. But now with him out, it's solely focused on Kamara. So I think teams are starting to get uh. An understanding of how to like kind of defend Kamara. He's still going off. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. 
he has like he is their entire plus, offense. Uh, he has put up twenty plus fantasy points every week. Starting, but off he is their entire offense. Yeah, He's like Derrick Henry last year. Yeah, he did have he had twenty three point seven, thirty eight point four, forty four point seven, and then twenty point nine. But I want to I want to get to a controversial topic. Do you guys think Drew Brees will finish top five quarterback of all time when he retires? I think no. so. I'm gonna say I don't, no, I don't no, think I'm so. gonna say I'm gonna say number five. He has the all time record for attempts, the all time record for completion percentage, the all time record for completions, the all time record for passing yards, and the all time record for passing touchdowns. Those stats alone put him top five. But I, I no, I wanna I wanna let's let's think about who's above him, all right? Uh Tom easy. Brady. Tom Brady, Joe Montana, Joe Montana, Manning, uh Dan Marino. Dan Marino. Peyton Manning, Steve Young, Dan Marino. No, Peyton Manning's number three. John Elway. John Elway. I don't, that's John, I don't think John Elway is better than, than Drew Brees. I don't know. Charlie Gilex. Like, Joe Romo. <laughs> Joe. Joe Romo is the best commentator in the league, and that is a fact. You mean Joe, Who's Joe Romo? Tony Romo. My bad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why Joe yeah, Romo but, was Oh, my God, guys. Guys. What? Cowboys lost 49-38 to the Browns. Oh my God! No way! I thought it was. I thought it was their year. I thought it was their year. How do you let? No, dude, that was last. That was that was last year. That was last year. You're right. I thought we. I thought it was the year before. No, that was next year. That was next year. You're right. I thought it was the year before though. Yeah. At least we got to give this to Dak. Dak has done about two thousand. Listen, shut up. Let me give a chance to defend my team. All right. Let's You all always get a chance to defend your team. Give me this chance. All right. Wait, Listen. but before you say anything, before you say anything, I do want to quote Cheese during Sunday. If no, no, during last week's podcast, if the Browns lose to the Cowboys, I will become a Cleveland Browns fan. No, <laughs> and what happened, Cheese? That's on the record, Cheese. That's on the record. Shut up! Give me a chance. Give me a chance. Give me a chance. If you go back and listen to that podcast, I said if the Browns win by more than fifteen, you can go listen to that. I said fifteen. I don't know. I don't know. And lost by eleven. You can go listen to it. I promise you. Oh. I promise you. Go listen. Yeah, I don't know, man. Listen. As soon as I put that Baker jersey on last week, the Cowboys started going off. They were coming back. But, uh, yeah, I don't know, man. Is for sure the worst in the league. Let Absolutely. me let me talk. Let me let me defend my team. I'll cover this entire game. Don't you worry. The idiotic decision to fire Rod Marinelli, our old defensive coordinator, was the stupidest thing ever. We brought in some unknown guy who sucks. I mean, you've seen our defense this year. We're getting ran over. We allowed 300 rushing yards this week. Fantasy points, zero, negative two, negative three, negative nine. Yeah, exactly. We haven't put up a point yet. Jeez. Well, I don't think the Browns have a good offense. I just think we have a bad defense. Even though Odell I think it's had- both. I think it's both. What? Odell has more touchdowns this year than the entire Giants team. Okay, all right, Timmy. Okay, all right. Hold it up. Hold all it right, up. I'm not the Giants yet. are horrible. Horrible. I'm a Giants fan, we're, but they We're suck. not at the Giants yet. We're not at the Giants yet. Don't worry. So, CD Lamb. This is – I might get hate on this, and Moran might agree with me. He's definitely top five for rookie of the year so far. But after this week, I don't think Justin Herbert got rookie of the week. I definitely think it should be CD Lamb. That yeah, definitely. I mean, he had two TDs, but Justin Herbert had three, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. He's a quarterback. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Still. Listen, still now listen, now listen. As a QB, Something as we can all agree on. Something we all, all can agree on. Juju Smith, his celebrations are in the past. Like No, CD had one TikTok celebration, dude. 
And it was a banger. Okay, now back to like actual football. Dak Prescott is a top five QB so far this year. Number yes. five. Number four. Number five. Uh, yeah, Number Drew, four. Dak, I would agree with that because Dak has thrown for over 2,000 yards this year. But it's over, only two weeks four. I'd say it's probably – I'd say it's probably Russell. I'd say it's probably Russell Wilson. Patty Mahomes, Aaron Patty Rodgers, Mahomes. Dak, Josh Allen. No, 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 no. Fantasy quarterbacks. Fantasy quarterbacks. Fantasy quarterbacks? He's like – No, he's overall quarterbacks, it's Russell Wilson, Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers – Josh Allen and Dak Prescott. There you go. And probably no, Lamar's not top five. Don't say it. To Lamar's me. not. No, not this year. Yeah, but I but agree he with should, that. He should right, have. 2, I'm gonna put yards. Josh Allen and Dak tied at four. Wait, but he should have two thousand yards with two hundred. Honestly, I think I think what's happening right now with Lamar is when, you know, when in the NBA when someone built a super team, they they don't get enough touches. Uh-huh. Yeah, I feel like it's kind of the spotlight getting taken off Lamar right now because of how elite their defense is with the addition of Calais Campbell, adding another huge star to that defensive side. And Patrick Queen. So I just think it's team. taking – exactly. I think it's just taking yeah. spotlight away from Lamar, yeah. which isn't really projecting him and as the, the quarterback he is this year. All right, the last right. thing I say about the Cowboys. The Cowgirls. Actually, it's basically what you're going to say, Moran. But even though we're in the worst division in football – one, two, and one is leading your division. <laughs> the Philadelphia Eagles. The Eagles one, or the football team? The football and one. Absolutely. But I do want to say the NFC East is a combined 3-12-1. That, that, that does sound like an elite division to me. Very hard competition. Very hard competition coming out of that division for the Cowgirls. We're going 13-3. and three. <laughs> oh my god, wait, wait, guys, guys, guys. Before you lost the Browns by double digits. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait, wait. Guys, guys, guys. You're a Browns man! Guys, guys. We're 3 and 1. Guys, guys, guys. Oh, guys. I want, before, anything, before anyone says anything, I send this to Cheese after every Cowboys loss. The harder I look at this schedule, the more I like it for the Dallas Cowboys. My heart is saying 13 and 3. Stop the cap. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Already three losses on the season of four. Yeah, yeah, cheese. What's happening there, buddy? What's going Kim, on? You beat the Yo, Lions. Yeah, you guys still the Hey, hey, we're still three and one. You read me on this every week, and you're two and two. You're only one game better. Charlie, Charlie okay. if the Giants, if the Giants beat the Cowboys this week, I swear to God, I'm, oh, gonna, no, no, I'm no. gonna start if laughing. If the Giants beat the Cowboys this week, I, I'm I, I can't. If the Giants beat the Cowboys this week, you become a Jaguars fan. All right, you, you can you hear her, you hear it here first. All right, not by a certain amount, but overall, if the Giants beat the Cowboys, I, I'll be I'll be a free agent and looking for a new team. Dude, I'm, I'm, I'm rooting so hard for this. No, you have to become a Giants fan. No. Yeah, yeah. I'm that. not going to become yes. a Giants yeah. Join the good side. <laughs> I will move on uh, to Jaguars, right. Bengals. Ravens uh, fan. Here we go. Yo, Eddie, Eddie, I want to hear what you think about this Joe Mixon performance as the fantasy owner for him after he passed. Stupid. I, hold up, hold up. I think that this week is like one of those weeks that a player shows up and he does really well, Facts. and he's just going to shit the bed because he's, look at his line. Look at the rest of the uh, team. Joe Mixon had thirty-five playing. two weeks ago, though. Too. No, he yeah, didn't. He sucks, though. No, he, he did. Yes, he did. Twelve. Two weeks ago, no. the Browns. Oh, not not two weeks ago. It was like a couple weeks ago. He had like thirty-five. No, he didn't. Dude. Uh, let me check. Let me check. Last a couple years. Last year, he finished off really strong. He had twenty. Week one, he had thirty-six. No, he didn't. Week one. Week one eight thirty six. Um, are we? Who are you talking about, Timmy? Joe. 
Oh, that's Josh Jacobs. My bad. I read the wrong one. Thomas. Yeah, it's something on me. Yeah, Joe Mixon. Joe Mixon has. Uh, I think he's underperformed, and I think he's going to continue. He may have one great game against a weak defense. Six, the time. twelve, Absolutely. eight, uh, and forty-two. DJ Chark has shown that he is much needed in that Jaguars offense and the offensive scheme. Offensive scheme with uh, eight, uh, with his first game back, eight receptions, ninety-five yards, and two touchdowns. James Robinson has shown himself to be a consistent fantasy running back over a hundred scrimmage yards and has had. So had glad I picked him up. <laughs> points this week, but or not even only that's a solid running back two numbers as an undrafted uh fantasy per, uh fantasy player. Exactly. Uh, uh I don't want to focus too much on the Bengals game because I do want to apologize. I, I, I need a mo- guys, guys. I need a moment of silence here. Cardinals, Panthers. No, Panthers. I want to say something about the Jaguars drill pick. Okay. I will have a moment of silence. Uh, I don't know if you mentioned it about Joe Burrow possibly winning Rookie of the Year, and this could be my biased Cowboy side. But I'm not. I haven't seen anything really that impressive. Don't say CD Lamb at. I'm not saying CD Lamb. I'm just saying. You I said CD Lamb like ten minutes ago. I know. Cowboys. <laughs> but Joe Burrow hasn't impressed me that much this year, and part of it's the O line, definitely. I'd say it's probably 115 percent off of the line. Right, no. Wait. No. Uh, not at all. Well, let me. All right. Let me. Let's get the moment signs and no one make a sound. Cardinals versus Panthers, 31-21. Panthers have upset the Panthers or have upset the Cardinals. But uh, I want to apologize because at this point, after two, I said a, I said a moment row, of silence. Shut up. We'll have our moment of silence after this. After two upsets in a row, they don't seem like upsets anymore. They, they definitely do. Uh, Cardinals are uh, one and three. Well, you you let Baker Mayfield drop forty nine on you. Back to what I was saying. Uh, I am very sorry. And I uh, apologize for the inconvenience of me suggesting to buy low on Kenyon Slander. I I mean Kenyon Drake, because that man stinks. If you do have him in your life, what to do with him? I'd say I'd keep him for one more week because he plays the Jets next week. And no way he sells against the Jets. No way. <laughs> if he does, then I'm sorry, you're shit out of luck. I guess. This man, Jackson. Wait, 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 wait. But Jackson, you also does... gave up Dalvin Cook. I shut Drake. up, shut up. I'm a Cardinals fan. You know. He also tried getting you know Derrick Henry for Kenyon Drake this week. Dude, it wasn't Kenyon Drake for Derrick Henry. It was Darren Waller and Kenyon Drake for Derrick Henry, and you were considering it. <laughs> and then, and dude, because they were also stud. And then I go, and then, and then, and then, if you do have him, and he does do good against the Jets, I trade him that very second for someone like Antonio Gibson or Jonathan Taylor. It's like Sammy Watkins. Or Sammy Watkins, which is crazy. no, 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 no. It's like Sammy Watkins, like how week one everyone bought high on him after week one because he dropped like twenty five. It's gonna be the same thing. Yeah, that's what he does every year. But I do want to say that Kyler Murray has shown his floor for two weeks in a row, but it's still a consistent fantasy option. Who's still putting up a number of points, and uh, I think if you need a quarterback, you should go for him. Uh, can I say something about James Robinson before we get too far ahead of that? So before week one or on draft night, actually, I traded Nick Chubb for I forget exactly. It was for uh, wait, let me check. Uh, it was I forget the I forget the exact package. Okay, with weed out, correct? It was with weed out, yeah. Uh, Jackson, how do I check that? Check what? The, Go back to all transactions oh, on your player. I don't yeah, have so him no, anymore. No, click, oh, James Robinson or no Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb. I'll do it right now. You ready? Yep. All right. So, 
Uh, so this would have draft night. I drafted him. Oh, yeah. So, so second he was round. drafted seventeenth by uh, Timmy's team, <laughs> and uh, he traded him to the football team. Uh, he traded Nick Chubb for Darius Slayton, DeAndre Swift, and Allen Robinson. Uh, great trade for Timmy there, I'd say. Then uh, Luke or the football team ended up trading him to Grant for Chris Godwin, and now. Uh, Nick Chubb is now on Grant's team on the IR slot. All right. Well, as we were on the topic of moment of silence, you, you brought up Chris Godwin. I think we need to have a moment of silence for TJ's fantasy team. Absolutely. Oh, definitely. I want to mention, I want to, I, 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 good point, Cheese, because uh, let's, let's inform them the losses of Timmy, of his fantasy team. Uh, his, his team name is now injured reserve. Just yeah, so you know. his number one pick or his first round pick, Michael Thomas, out for multiple weeks, as you all know. Big loss to the fantasy team. He then his third round pick, Leonard Fournette, was dropped and has to learn a new playbook within two weeks, and hasn't been too good for the Buccaneers other than one week, and he's a little shaky. So there goes his third round pick, Chris Godwin, who's out for two weeks now and expected to miss even more. Uh is looking pretty rough. His starting quarterback's Tom Brady, and I think I could, ju- I should just finish it off with that. Other than the fact that Joey Sly is really carrying his squad. Joey kicker. Sly, the kicker, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, the second greatest kicker of all time has a bye week this week, so I have yeah, to pick up. But uh, before we move on to the next game, because we're still kind of on Carolina versus Arizona. Uh, there is two takeaways from this game. Kenyon Drake is poopy, and Kenyon Drake is poopy. There you go. Uh, that is the end, I guess, of the talk of the Panthers-Cardinals. Uh, let's move on to the Rams' 17-9 win against the New York Giants. Oh, boy. Eddie, uh, I want to hear what has to say. So, the Giants, I'm going to give it to them. They hung in there until the end against the Rams, a really good football team. And then Daniel Jones at the end. He throws the interception on the Rams 35. I almost stuck my hand through the windshield of my dad's car. I do I have a solid it. question. What is, what do you, how do you feel if you're playing against someone who got your sister pregnant and then you let him absolutely slam you on the field? Jalen Ramsey oh, got Golden Jalen Tate's Ramsey, sister pregnant Golden and Tate's, left her. Yeah, yeah. And left her. Just to, and, and then now it's Golden Tate versus Jalen Ramsey. Jalen Ramsey, I don't know if you guys seen it. If you didn't, look it he up on YouTube outside, right now. He waits outside the Giants locker room and yeah, he, tries to fight Golden he Tate. He waited outside the Giants locker room waiting for Golden Tate, even though Golden Tate was a no-show. And during the game, he slammed them. Look it up if you haven't watched it. It was absolutely brutal. Danny Dimes ab- throwing absolute dimes to the uh, to the other team with another, with another interception, another turnover on the week. No touchdowns once again and 190 yards for the for the young QB. Daryl Hendergoat, who Luke Weedow makes sound like Christian McCaffrey, eight carries, 22 yards. This man offered me Daryl Henderson and Robert Woods for Clyde Edwards later. I am not kidding. I am not kidding. He's like, dude, Daryl Henderson's a top 10 running back. You should, you should see what he offered me today. He offered me for Devontae Adams. Two, he offered me uh, – it was either DJ Chark or DJ Moore, whoever he is. DJ Moore. DJ Moore and Daryl Henderson for Devontae Adams. <laughs> That's hilarious. I, I said, you got to be kidding me, right? He offered me uh, – he offered me Daryl Henderson for Mark Cooper. 
He's serious. Even though Kenyon Drake is poopy, I cool. uh, I well, uh, still want someone back in return for him. He has the nerve to offer me Ronald Jones for him. He offered me Ronald Jones for Kenyon Drake. And, there is and, something I, I, I just want to say real quick. Let's hear it. All right. It's, it's like a question. I just want to know. It just popped in my mind. Don't ask why I brought it up. If Dak wasn't a cowboy, would he be top five? No. No. Would you think he's top five if he wasn't a cowboy? Actually, no. you know what? Now that I think about it, yeah. <laughs> now that Wait, I think whoa, about whoa, it, yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Well, his offensive line is probably one of the, the best the no, 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 no. ever seen. No, same, same roster. No, same roster. But let's say he's on a different team. Like, so let's like, say that roster is a different team. So he's on like- is Jerry Jones still the owner? <laughs> no. No, same different coaching staff, but same roster. So, yeah, but that makes a difference. It depends, then. Yeah, it depends. You can't do that. Like, say, say what, is Jerry, what does Jerry Jones have to do with Dak? No, 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 no. Same, he goes like same, Miami, same, Brian coaching, same coaching staff, different owner, and different team. I'd say he's top five. I'd say easily. That he's, he's top five. Right, see that? That's that, that's messed up then. No, it's not. You, you hate him because he's on the Cowboys. Andy Dolan is better than. Oh well, Andy Dolan's on the Cowboys. I love Andy. Bro, Dolan. we're the most hated franchise. In the yeah, because yeah, did you ask for that? Cowboys like, fans and the Eagles fans are the most jackass, like you, the biggest jackass on the planet. Oh yeah, oh True. yeah, and that's and the I, NFC. That's an NFC East division thing. Yo, worst and, worst uh, division in football. Oh yeah. And uh, yeah, that it used will, to be the best division. Yeah, like will, twenty years ago. <laughs> But what about had... when the Giants won the Super Bowl? That okay. was a pretty good division, man. <laughs> yeah, it actually was. But uh, what I was gonna say was that pretty much like you right. were a good division till like two well, years I, ago. I guess I guess I just won't speak anymore, you know. But uh, yeah, we, I'm gonna we... be honest. Until <laughs> Carson Wentz and Dak Prescott started playing, we were the best division of football. Okay, cool. What? Uh, all right. Well, that wraps it up for what? uh Rams Giants, no. and we'll what? uh we're we're about to talk about Bills Raiders. But uh, yeah, the Bills come away with a thirty to twenty three win against the Las Vegas Raiders in my game of the week, because the Raiders had multiple opportunities to make it a, or to tie the game or win it with a two point conversion, and they did they did not go down the field, I guess, or they didn't convert every time. But uh, it's fine. I still enjoyed watching the game, and I uh, think it's the 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 game of the week. The Bills improved to four zero. The Raiders are now two and two after starting two and zero with two back with two back to back losses, one to the Patriots and one to the Bills. Two great teams. Uh, Eddie, uh, do you think Josh Allen is a top five QB, especially after throwing two hundred eighty eight yards and two touchdowns? I think so. I think he has the every single physical attribute to go the distance in this league, without a doubt. Uh, absolutely. But uh, she is. What do you? I, I want to hear what you have to say about Devin Singletary, your running back too for fantasy. Yeah, yeah oh, Charlie man. also. Char, whoa, whoa, Charlie also offered me Devin Singletary for Joe Mixon. I'd like I to said, say I, that. Joe Mixon. It wasn't Joe Mixon. I promise you. I would never offer for Joe Mixon. It was Joe Mixon. Oh wait, no, it was because you said he was on the trade block. So I, I actually gave you like a a stupid trade because I actually thought you'd do it because he was on the trade block and. Ever. I will never. I he care. had 18 carries, 55 yards, and a touchdown. Yes, Devin Singletary. <laughs> I. What about him? He had his best week of the years this week, uh, putting up 18.6 fantasy points. You already mentioned his stats, so that's why I said fantasy. But uh, yeah, I am looking forward to a successful season with Devin Singletary carrying my team to the playoffs. Absolutely. Uh, if you look, I uh, know I'm kidding. I'm 0 4. <laughs> <laughs> I go absolutely. 
Uh, Stephon Diggs, six receptions, 115 yards. He's having, he's doing great with Josh Allen. Stephon Diggs was easily, Stephon Diggs was a sleeper this year, easy. Absolutely, I think him and Josh Allen are a deadly duo, and I think they have great chemistry to bring the Bills to uh, AFC Championship. Yeah. And uh, moving on to Colts. AFC Championship. Yeah. That's sus. All right, well, moving on to Colts-Bears. I do. The only reason I'm rushing into this game is because I want to talk about the MVP so far of the entire year. Rodrigo Blankenship, <laughs> the man himself. Hot Rod Blankenship. Hot Rod Blankenship, four for four, one for one extra point, 44-yard field goal. Got me 14 fantasy points after getting me 11 the week before and getting me 15 the week before that. Man's an absolute stud. He wears sports goggles. That's all I got to say. Uh, he's got an absolute boot and a cannon. He's the MVP so far of the league. He's the number one candidate. Screw Russell Wilson. Who even is he? I got to say this. As a, as a member of the Rexpex gang, I, res- I respect you, Rodrigo. The Eddie. what now? The Rexpex gang, bro. The goggles. Rexpex gang? Oh, the sports gang. goggles. The goggles. Yeah, Eddie does indeed wear sports goggles. I, I used more. to. I used Not to. anymore. He used to. He used to. All right, well. Um, what teams were we? Oh, yeah. So, did you hear the true rumor, true trade rumors that came out? What is it? The Bears are looking into getting rid of Mitchell Trubisky, and their staff is not happy with Nick Foles either. So, two years ago, they gave up two first round picks to get Khalil Mack, they ended up making the playoffs that year and ended up losing to Nick Foles. But they could potentially give up two first round picks again to get a, a good quarterback that's young and a franchise quarterback, or they can tank the rest of the season and draft a quarterback like D'Eric King. I don't think we've talked about Absolutely. I completely... What about Trevor Lawrence? What about Trevor Lawrence coming out of Clemson? They're not going to get the first. They're not going to get the first. The Jets are going to go in 16. No, Giants are. Giants are. If the Jets get the normal pick, they're not going to take Trevor Lawrence. They're not. That's true. The Giants aren't going to take Trevor Lawrence either. Actually, they probably would. No, they won't. Because you know what? Danny They like Daniel. They like Daniel. Dude, and you know what? With my luck, the Cowboys are going to get the first round pick. And then you know what? We're not going to sign Dak. We're not going to sign Andy Dalton because they're both free agents next year. And We're drafting Trevor Lawrence. We're getting the first overall pick. Oh my God. Whatever, whatever she said. Go Giants. Uh, player, Jonathan Taylor, though, uh, 17 carries, 68 yards. Not He averaged four yards a carry. Didn't have too good of a fantasy day, especially from Cheese for Cheese because Cheese has him. But Oop. yeah, I think I think Jonathan Taylor is still a beast, and uh, he just had a bad week, and he could still put up many points uh, in the following upcoming. Weeks. I'm hoping it's a bad week. I'm looking. I'm looking forward to. I'm looking forward to his season with me because I'm not getting rid of him unless I get someone like Hot Rod Blankenship. Absolutely. Uh, but Sunday Night Football, the one, two, and one NFC East division leading Philadelphia Eagles beat the two and two. We're now two and two. San Francisco 49ers, or the 49ers practice squad, 25-20. to 20. Carson Wentz finally had a Carson Wentz type of day, 18 for 28, 193 yards, a touchdown, and a pick. Miles Sanders still looking a little shaky, 13 carries, 46 yards. Did not do too well for fantasy owners of him. I do like, though, how they are. I have rolling. one takeaway from this game. All right, go for it. You can go first. I'll, I'll let you finish. Oh, oh, I already know what you're gonna say. <laughs> uh, yeah, I no, do don't. like how. Okay, I do like how the 49ers are utilizing Jalen Hurts in a way. They're usually getting him in like seven plays a game, whether it's just a Jalen run Hurts with is him. on the Eagles, not the 49ers. 
Okay, that's what I meant. The Eagles, I like how the Eagles are utilizing him in a way, even though it's not too much, but they're still using him just like the Dolphins should. But uh, I still think that Carson Wentz is that is a franchise QB for the Philadelphia Eagles, and Jalen Hurts is going to have to wait a bit till he starts. All right, what did you think I was going to say about the 49ers? George Kittle losing you your game. No, although I am mad he dropped 40 on my dome to Charlie, Charlie was up. lose by Charlie, five. How much were you up by? 45. Oh, 30, 30. Charlie was up 30, and he had who? Who do you have left? Mark, 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 I had, what's his name? I had Marquise Valdez Scantling and And Mason Crosby. And he had Julio, Aaron Jones, and George Kittle. And honestly, she's just projected to win because Mason Crosby puts up double digits every game. Psych, George Kittle said, no, Cheese will not win his first game and dropped 40 on him. And Cheese lost by five. I I want to make a bet. Oh, let's hear it. A fantasy game before the Jets win a game. You'll want a fantasy game before the Jets? I, I hope so. I hope so, too. I okay, what you. I was going to say about the 49ers, a takeaway. Kyle Shanahan is indeed a good coach, and the coach the 49ers should like and should have. But I said this day one, our first episode, we overhyped the 49ers. I know they're hurt. I, I get it. But we overhyped them. I I called it. They're not. I don't think they're they're making the playoffs. I said that in the in the first episode of the podcast. Well, obviously they have. They're in the hardest division of football. It was a bold statement. Uh yeah, but uh, I disagree with them. You don't you don't think that's the hardest division of football? That definitely Cardinals. is, but without a doubt. Name a division harder: Cardinals, Seahawks, Rams, 49ers. Name a division harder than that right now. Right now. NFC North. What is that? What? It's Bears, Lions. <laughs> no, no, sir. Vikings, Packers. No, Vikings yeah. are one and four. Yeah. Lions are one. In, or Vikings are one and three. Yes, but Lions the Vikings are, are not a no. one and four team. Yeah, okay. The Vikings are not a one care. and four team. Yeah, okay. And the Cardinals and 49ers are two and two teams. Doesn't matter. It, it that the, that is not the hardest division of football. You are out of your mind. Yeah, no, that's down. down. Uh, Eddie, what did you think about the Chiefs' twenty-six to ten Monday Night Football win against the New England Patriots? I was, uh, I didn't even bother watching that game because that game was going to be messy because they don't even have Cam Newton their starter. Sony Michelle's out. They've got Rex Burkhead was awful. I mean, that, that doesn't surprise me at all. I, I mean, that game just got boring. Ryan Hoyer got got taken out. Brian Hoyer, Brian Hoyer got benched. But absolutely, Jared Stidham. Jared Stidham. One flat. Stidham at Auburn. At Auburn. Sixty yards and a touchdown. He, he did, did throw two interceptions, but one of them wasn't really his fault. He got Edelman just dropped it like a bum. But uh, yeah, the, I want yeah, I want to read you this top receiving of of the of the Patriots. When I, when I ask you who do you think who do you think led the Patriots, you will give me answers like Julian Edelman, Nikhil Harry. Uh, players like that, like or a receiving back like Rex Burkhead, who gets checkdowns. Nope, Demir Bird, James White, Joy Edelman, Nikhil Harry, and Gunner Olszewski. <laughs> that was the receiving core for the for the day, I guess. But uh, yeah, Patty Mahomes looking like a stud, I guess. Nineteen for twenty nine, two hundred thirty six yards and two touchdowns. Lost me my fantasy game. Uh, I would have needed him to pretty much die on the first play of the game, but God forbid, you know. Uh, yeah, but uh, Clyde Edwards-Slater looking good, looking like a top 10 back. Uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. 
You don't think Clyde Arcelor is looking like a top 10 back? Not right now. I, I don't think it, a top 10 back is Absolutely. someone who just puts up a I ton of points every week. He hasn't. He's put up Nate, – Nate, go ahead right now. You can look it up. You can go to your fantasy app, look up. Name me nine players right now better than Kyle Arcelor. Go for it. Well, as, as of stats, as Easy. ESPN ranks it, it's Joe, Mi- Joe Mixon's ahead of him. No, sir. Yeah, no, Joe Mixon's sir. seven. Joe Mixon's seven. I don't care what Joe Mixon is. I don't listen, care about – Listen, oh, I, let me speak. You, better. No, 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 wait. Who do you think – this is the best top ten back. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is 12. He's – He's top. You know what? He's top ten because Saquon CMC are hurt. I'll give you that. Okay. All right. Fine. I'll give if you that. If we're counting injured, if we're counting injured backs, he's not top ten. Because there's Josh Jacobs, Alvin Kamara, Saquon CMC. Uh, well, cheese, cheese, that's Kamara, like cheese, cheese. You can't say not counting injured backs because Chris McCaffrey, like, like that thing, be saying not counting uh retired players. He's not the number top ten. That like like you can't count. No, it's not the same. Yes, no, dude. I'm it's saying right now. I'm saying right now, cheese. Not not all time. I'm saying all right, well, right you know at this second. I can probably name you ten backs anyway. All right, go for it. I can probably name you ten backs anyway. Chris Carson. Okay. Aaron Jones. Okay. Yep. Yep. Alvin Kamara, Josh Jacobs. Yeah. No. Not Josh Jacobs. Yes. Not Josh Jacobs. Not Josh Jacobs. What do you mean? What do you yes, mean? Josh Jacobs. Josh Jacobs Definitely. had one good week. Josh Jacobs had one good week. He 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 averaged like three three yards a carry the next three weeks. I don't want to hear anything about Josh Jacobs because he sucks. Thirteen point five fantasy points, nine fantasy Zeke points, Elliott. ten fantasy points. I don't want to hear anything about Josh Jacobs being better than the Clyde Slayer ever again coming out of your guys' mouth. He is not better than Clyde Slayer. All right, keep going, Zeke. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I said yeah. Okay. Hold on, because people could be on the bench right now. So I'm just looking. I'm just looking it up. Derrick Henry. Running backs. No, Derrick Henry. Henry is not. Derrick Henry is not playing better than Clyde Edwards Slayer right now. Oh my no, god! Oh jeez. Dude, dude, ready? Clyde, <laughs> let me let me read you. Let me read you. Derrick Bro, Henry. I wish I could mute you. I wish you can get the mute penalty. Dude, Derrick Henry, 31 attempts, 31 you attempts. You deserve to mute yourself. For 116 yards. Then he had 25 attempts for 84 yards, and then he he actually had a good week three. I will admit, but and he had a bye week. So off of Cheese's logic of not playing, Clyde Edwards Slayer is better than uh Derrick Henry, as of this season. This season. No, you kidding yes. me? No, I am not. Derrick Henry is not having a good year. There is a choice of language that I cannot use right now that I want to use very bad to describe. There, there's, there's a lot of people. There's you guys people. are out of your minds. It's My bad. God, Brennan, I cannot believe you. Dude, Clyde was All right, let me try it one more time. I'm going to name 10 backs. I don't want you to say no. I'm, I don't want you to say no. I'm going to name my 10 backs. I'm, you're not saying no. I'm just giving you my opinion. Derrick Henry, Dalvin mm-hmm. Cook, Aaron Jones, Nick Chubb, Josh Jacobs, Zeke Elliott, Chris Carson, Alvin Kamara, and I can either go Joe Mix or Miles Sanders. You think Joe Mixon is better than <laughs> You think Joe Mix is where the Clyde? You think Joe Mix is where the Clyde Arcelor? He, he's tied. Cheese has been removed from the from the podcast. That is disgraceful. That, that you have to remove me on that. 
That is pretty bad cheese. Yeah, I know. I removed them. He can't join back. Did you see? Are you serious? <laughs> That's disgraceful. So we only have to go over one more game anyway. Uh, thirty to sixteen. The, the, that oh, that Packers. I gotta say one thing about this Packers yeah. Falcons game. That was just ugly. Like I mean, the Packers. That, that was just disgusting. I mean, the Falcons secondary is they're crippled. Robert Tanyan, I saw one play. The linebacker actually tried to tackle him off the line of scrimmage. He just runs back and catches him on the end zone. That's all he had to do. I, I mean, that, it's just disgraceful. Yeah, but uh, I still uh, – Todd Gurley, 16 uh, – he looked like he was on the Rams this game. 16 carries, 57 yards and two touchdowns. I got to give uh, it to Gurley. He did look good. Yeah. And uh, Aaron Rodgers looking like, uh, obviously, a top three quarterback right now. 27 for 33, 327 yards, and four passing touchdowns. Absolute stud. Uh, yeah, yeah, 25 and a half. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Aaron Jones had a receiving touchdown along with 40 receiving yards and 71 uh, rushing yards. And the Packers are now 4-0 after beating the Falcons 30-16. And that uh, that includes – or that, like, I guess – Concludes. Concludes. Yeah, the week. Oh, Jesus, Facetime me, but I'm not gonna answer because of a choice of language I will probably be hearing. Uh, I'm gonna <laughs> go with the what we finish off with every week, the week five prediction for game of the week, and I'm gonna give it to, um, honestly, you know what? I'm gonna give it to Viking Seahawks because the Seahawks. I, I feel like the Vikings are coming out with something to prove, and uh, the Seahawks are obviously a great team, and I feel like that game Sunday Night Football is gonna be looking great. I got to give it to the Vikings as well because that Vikings wide receiving core is absolutely deadly, and that Seahawks defense is absolutely it, it's just bad right now. Yeah, you 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 listen to the names of the Seahawks defense and you think it's absurd, but then like, you I mean, but then you just look at the stats and they're not doing too well. Yeah, I mean they're uh, I mean Adam Thielen and Justin Jefferson. I'm predicting to have gigantic weeks. Absolutely, I think at least twenty five plus for both of them, and maybe. Uh, Probably about 15 for Rudolph, and uh, I think Dalvin Cook is going to continue his tear. Definitely. What? What'd you say? Don't curse. I think da- I think Dalvin Cook is going to continue his tear. Wait, wait. Give me a second, Eddie. I think cheese is going to say something. Who do I think I am? Who do you think you are? <laughs> using me to the meeting. I think I am. Uh, I. You know who I think I am? Baba Booey. I hung up. All right, we're good. Uh, yeah, so go on. I think Rudolph is going to have – I think he's going to have an above-average week, and I think Dalvin Cook is going to have 40. <laughs> uh, you know what? Those are some uh, bold predictions and some hot takes, but I love it, and uh, we'll see if those come true after this week. Uh, but for now, thanks for listening to the, po- for, to the Fumble Prevention Hotline podcast, and uh, we'll see you next week.